okay it says we're live now um hello <laughs> this is christina and um this is the first episode of our of the podcast to accompany the girl have you read um <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you have to do the intonation, otherwise it doesn't count. Right. <laughs> and that is why I'll let her introduce herself. <laughs> I'm Alexandra. Um, I am also working on Girl, Have You Read? And uh, I'm, really, I'm really excited about this podcast. This is my first podcast. I know our first joint podcast, so we're excited. And hopefully um, we'll have an interesting conversation for you guys today. Um, today we are going to be talking about how you know you're reading black romance or not even necessarily black romance but you know that you're reading a book by a black author featuring black characters and we're not talking about you know <laughs> we're not talking about just because they're finger popping and neck rolling um it's it's more than that um do you want to start alexandra yeah i I know when I'm reading a black romance by a black author, you feel it. You feel the culture. You can tell when they make a reference to something like, you know, because growing up black, you just know these things. Like if somebody, I mean, obviously something like by Felicia, that's like pop culture now. But if somebody make a reference to Brudman on the fifth floor for Martin busting your house like Brudman, then you know, like, right. and it make it gives you an emotional connection to the book because you know, like this author feels me this author was raised in the same culture that I was so they gonna make the same references that I would come up with myself right and that that's um that's what I like to call the seasoning like don't don't I don't especially like with with other genres I don't think that the seasoning is as important but for me specifically in romance like I, I want to feel the seasoning just like I don't want any unseasoned food do not give me an unseasoned book like when it comes to you know to the to the to the descriptions the different you know the different words that and th this is something that I'm rambling sorry <laughs> but this is something that I see you know I see a lot of authors talk about Alexandra and I are both authors and I see um I see this talked about often not as much you know among black authors but I see a lot of I guess controversy over using food terms as the description for <laughs> a black person's skin it's like oh you know we don't want to say cafe au lait or whatever what? but my okay. thing is, if I'm like, if I'm, if I'm talking to to Alexandra, you know, I'm like, yeah, he was chocolate, he was fine, mm -hmm. or I'm gonna say, yeah, the girl over there, you know, with with the caramel skin, like we, that's 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 normal for me, you yeah. know, when I'm just talking to you know my friends, my family, that's just the type of thing that I'm going to say, and so for me, that's the natural inclination, you know, is to use that term when I'm writing a book, because I can't just say brown skin, brown exactly. is more than that. a lot. <laughs> There's <laughs> so, so much more than that. And you wonder, I mean, when they look at us, they act like all black people look the same, but we look at each other, we're like, no, like he's brown skin and that, and it's not brown skin. It's like mocha skin or chocolate skin or right. caramel skin or peanut butter skin. Like it just happens that they can all go with foods, but <laughs> That's just how we work. Right. And I mean, I think that that's something that, you know, for, for a lot of us, you know, it's a natural thing. And some people, some people are offended by it. Like I have, I have 
spoken to some, you know, to some African-American, you know, black people who are offended by it. But, and I, and I think that they're only offended by it in books. Like, I don't think that, you know, that they're offended by it, you know, in passing when talking to their friends or whatever. But, um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not offended by it, you know, but with that said, I, I don't want to pick up a book by an author who isn't black and see that like yeah. because like it would it would almost feel like I don't know his skin reminded me of peanut butter like no I don't want to hear that from somebody right. it makes me uncomfortable like how do you even know that like you know, right. so- it's like it feels it feels kind of you know kind of fetishy and so it makes it you know it does take on a different you know it takes on a different kind of feeling when someone who isn't who isn't familiar uses it. And I mean, that's just, um, it kind of reminds me of a conversation that I was seeing on Twitter yesterday about how, you know, people kind of take our slang, but they use it incorrectly. It's like they're calling, you know, everything is on fleek these days or, you know, (laughs) calling things bae when that's not really a time that bae applies. That's not really a time that on fleek applies. And And it's like, we you know, black people, you know, for the most part, like this is, this is our language, African-American vernacular, A-A-V-E, that's what, like that, that belongs to us, you know, that's our thing. And so we know, we know when to use it and when not to use it. Uh And when, when it's attempted, you know, by other races, I feel like it's oftentimes not, they don't do it right (laughs) and so that bothers us because it's like well first of all you're trying to use our stuff and then you're not gonna use it right like at least you could do is use it how it's supposed to be used if you're gonna try right right and so I think that that's you know that's another thing that's part of the seasoning and um I have the the group on Facebook and um and talking to some of the group members, you know, the readers who are those who make up those group members, one of the things was one of the things that bothered them in books was, you know, when it comes to our hair. And one person specifically mentioned, uh, hey Doris, if you're listening to this, <laughs> um, she specifically mentioned how um it bothered her when the heroine was described as having natural hair, but then she would pull her hair up into a messy ponytail. And that's something that I'm guilty of. And I'm called, but it's like, I'm calling it a messy ponytail because in my head, I'm like, okay, let me make sure everybody knows what I mean. And so I call it a messy ponytail. But if I was, if I was talking to you, I would probably say, yeah, I pulled my hair up in a puff and then tied it down before I went to bed last night. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) Like I pictured it in my head as you were saying it. So, right. And so it's like with the next, you know, after that, you know, it was like when she mentioned that to me, it was like something clicked, like the people who I'm writing to my audience, which is, you know, black women, that's who I write for. That's who I'm writing to. If I say that my heroine tied her hair up and put it in a puff, or, you know, if, if I say that she, you know, put some Bantu knots in her hair, or if I say that she, you know, stopped in the mirror and got annoyed because one of her Bantu knots wasn't dry yet. Like, <laughs> they know exactly not, what you're talking gonna, about. Right. They're going to know what I'm talking about. That's not going to seem strange to them. And that lends authenticity to my character that, um, that, and, and that's the type of thing that I feel like I miss when I'm reading romance that is not, you know, that is not featuring 
black characters. It's those little subtleties that make them feel that make the characters and make the story feel familiar that are that are absent, that are missing. Right. So then you think of when a white author tries to write black characters and you read it and you you want that. You want those little intricacies that make black people black. And obviously they, I mean, unless they really do their research, unless they have a great group of black friends, they, they're probably not going to know that. Right. And I mean, it's not, you know, it's not speaking about black people as if we're a monolith or as if, you know, as if we're all going to pick up every reference or whatever, because I mean, there, there's some stuff that there's some stuff that I could, that I could lose my black card for. I've never watched the color purple, but I get the references, you know right. what I mean? Because that's so, because the references are so ingrained in our, in our culture. If I hear it, I'm going to know what you're talking about. Exactly. You know? And so it's, 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 it's those little things that even if, you know, I, I don't I don't know. It's like no matter how you grew up, no matter what part of, you know, no matter where you fall, you know, in the in the gradient <laughs> I guess of blackness, there are some things that, you know, that that are just kind of ingrained in you, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And um I guess that, my that name- I was gonna say that kinda reminds me of on Twitter when they have the ask Rachel hashtag. Oh goodness. <laughs> <laughs> And how even, I mean, there's people from all over the country, all over the world, chiming in on that hashtag. And as a Black person, no matter where you were from, you just knew majority of those answers. Right, right. And what was funny to me was, I, and I, I did see some people, you know, who who got offended, but because, <laughs> well, I know the references too. Okay, you know, the, you know all those references too. And I bet it's because you grew up around black people like exactly. I said it's, <laughs> it's like, like you're out here knowing that stuff on your own you just right because it's up. right it's just different and I I kind of side eye anyone who anyone who claims that it's not that there that there is no difference like I and I mean this is just me obviously I'm just I'm only speaking for Christina always always <laughs> in case either of us says some shit that's gonna come back <laughs> <laughs> and get somebody in trouble you know I want to be clear that Christina is only speaking for Christina but you get a side eye from Christina if you try to convince me that there is no difference you know that other than skin tone you know there's no difference Mm -hmm. between black romance and white romance I just don't agree I think that there are subtleties in um in the way that we date in the way that we interact with each other um, I think that there are differences in, you know, in what we, in what we might find acceptable and what we might find normal, oh, you know, when nice. dating. Um, and I, there, there, there are differences in, and there's nothing wrong with that, you know? And I feel like people who say, oh, there's, there's no difference. A good story is a good story. It's like, yes, a good story is a good story, but don't try to sell me on, don't try me on, don't try to sell me on the there's not a difference thing. There's right. a difference. Um, <laughs> there's definitely a difference. <laughs> there's a difference. And it's and it's okay for that difference to be there. That difference is what I, you know, when, when I'm not approaching it from, you know, from, from an author standpoint, when I'm just looking for something to read, because I mean, 
as an author, I've, I like to read, right. <laughs> you know, and it's not even just as an author, just as a reader, you know, I like to read as a person, as a black woman, this black woman. <laughs> Loves to read. Oh, and I didn't so, know that. I didn't know black women like to read. That's right. right. You, you, you <laughs> wouldn't think so, but we do. Um, <laughs> and I just, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking for that familiarity. When I, when I open a romance novel, I'm looking for that familiarity. You know, I, when I open, you know, Lord of the Rings, which, which I love. Like I love that genre. You know, when I open Lord of the Rings, or I open, um. Mockingjay or when I open mm-hmm. you know what I mean or Harry Potter I'm not I'm I, I'm not looking for you know that type of familiarity from that story right because that's not because that's a whole other thing mm-hmm. but when it comes to romance I I want to I, I want to be able to relate to the heroine like I want to I want to understand you know when she talks about you know going her grandma calls her and said girl you haven't been down here in a while I got some peace for you to shell when you get over here you know what I mean like I, I want to be able to feel it yeah right, to feel those things like that and I want to be able to fall in love with the hero I want to be able to be attracted to the hero right. and um this is one of those remember when I mentioned that shit that might come back to bite you I'm about to say <laughs> <laughs> I'm not to say one of those things, but I want to be able to be attracted to the hero and white men don't do anything for me. Just as a general rule. I mean, there are some, you know, there 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 are some because um those Hemsworth brothers, <laughs> <laughs> Liam and Chris and you know Brad Pitt. Obviously, you know, there are some special cases, but in general, you know, the the, the white men that I'm around, you know, on yeah, a general that, basis. Yeah. They don't it's do anything for me, you know, and so that that I, I have to suspend disbelief to be attracted <laughs> to the hero. I don't want to have to suspend disbelief, but black men, girl, yes. <laughs> you don't even, for me, like I don't even have to know what he looks like. I don't need to see a picture necessarily for me to connect and be like, oh my god, he's fine. Like, <laughs> right. Like the way the way it's described, the way the little the little things, the way he's described from a black author writing a black man. Like you, you feel it. You just like you know exactly what he looks like, and you know he's fine. Right. It's like you can feel <laughs> that swagger on a different level. Right. Um, and I mean, there are there are some books that 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 I that Christina feels like. <laughs> they write they write him physically as a white man but um they give him black man characteristics um they give him a black man swagger um and i and, and don't get me wrong i know that there are white men like that there there are white there are quote unquote white men that have a quote unquote black man swagger and i i fully understand that i fully you know yes that that's true that's not unbelievable but i would rather <laughs> I would rather him also be a black man because that that because that's my thing in in real in 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 real life you know that's what I want if I'm putting myself into the story that's what I want I'm married to you know a black man I'm married to a black man that's black as hell (laughs) (laughs) and I don't mean and I don't mean just his skin even though he is he is a dark chocolate bae. (laughs) 
Hey, uh, <laughs> right. Um, but I also mean just, you know, in, in his, in his mannerisms, you know, I'm, he, he is a black man, you know, and that, that's what I like. That's what I want to, that's what I want to read. Like, that's just, that's what does it for me, you know, in, in a romance. And I'm, I've read some great stories that were not quote unquote black romance. I don't have to quote unquote that. Right. I just got a little <laughs> overzealous <laughs> with the quote unquote. But um <laughs> I've read some books that were not black romance and they were they were just fine. They were fine. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed mm-hmm. the story. But they it felt like for me like they were missing something. And I I rarely feel that. Um I rarely feel that when I read black romance. Unless it's black romance that's unseasoned because it is possible oh, for definitely. black romance to be um to be unseasoned. <laughs> but I, I just feel like when I read a, a romance story that's not about black characters, I automatically disconnect myself. So I read it and I'm just like, oh, that's cute. What's happening to them? You know what I mean? Right. But, but when I'm reading a story that's by a black author, like about, about black characters and romance, I automatically was like, oh my God, like I'm her or like... <laughs> right like, when, like, when she's doing something wrong I'm on his side like oh no that's messed up you know what I mean so you you embody these characters almost when you really get vested into these stories that are black romance versus when it's another, another color right and you're you're able to kind of really immerse yourself in that experience because it's something that it's something that mirrors you know it's something that mirrors what you're used to right so you're able to just pull yourself a little more deeply into the story now I have I have a question. <laughs> I want to know: um, Do you think that a non Do you think that a non black writer can can non stereotypically deliver black characters and have them, you know, and have them be realistic? And not not only do you think that they can, because I mean anything is possible, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, and I sure you know that there are plenty of non-black writers who you know who put a lot of research and put a lot of time and put a lot of energy they're serious about their craft and you know they want to present a realistic character but can they pull it off (laughs) can they pull it off and um I asked that. I was listening to um, to another literary podcast run by two black women, um, Better Than the Movie, um, from Jeanette and Tamika, um, big fans of their podcast. But they were talking about um, they were talking about a book that they had recently read, um, Who Do You Love by Jennifer Weiner, and one of the main characters is is a mixed race, is a black man, and kind of one of their complaints was that he did not was that it, it It read like he did not feel like a black man, like she did not effectively capture, you know, the black experience. She captured a lot of things that were stereotypical about the black experience, but it did not feel authentic. Right. It didn't feel authentic. And I mean, Jennifer Weiner, she, she's, she's big time. You know what I mean? She's, she's, you know, she's, she's big time right she's a serious writer you know she's 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 written bestsellers you know she's she's a serious author um and so I'm sure she I'm sure she probably put a lot into it but even with all that said there was just something missing and I'm I'm wondering you know will there will there always be that something missing because it's like for me 
I, I, I have no desire to, to write, you know, let's say an Asian heroine. And it's not that I, you know, it's nothing against Asian heroines, but I feel like if I want to read an Asian, because, you know, you, you write what you want to read, but if I want to read an Asian heroine, I want to read an Asian heroine from an Asian, you know, from an Asian author's perspective. Yeah. Because who better, you know, who better to hear it from than from them? And I don't, you know, I don't know that I feel like, well, I, I do, but be honest, be <laughs> to, be, honest. to be politically correct, I'm going to say, <laughs> but no, you know, I feel like, you know, it's involved with this whole, you know, we need, we need diversity thing. I feel like a lot of times it ends up where white authors write these characters of other, of, of other races, ethnicities, um, and other, you know, whatever minority, you know, other sexual orientations, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. certain handicaps or disabilities, or, you know what I mean? Just certain, yeah, there's someone different from them, Mm -hmm. but it's like, I don't think that that's diversity. Right. (laughs) It's like, I don't think that that's diversity. I think that you step aside and, and you, let somebody do it that really is right. know what they're talking about. <laughs> right. Leave the room for this person who it's like, I don't need you to write. You know, if you're, you're, you know, you can, you can stand up and walk on both legs. I don't need you to write about the experience of someone who has to use a wheelchair. I want to read that from, from somebody who's been in the wheelchair for 20 years. Like, right. Like, I want to read that from their perspective. You know, the Asian American heroine, I, I want to read, you know, her, if she's an immigrant, she's a first generation immigrant. I want to read it from her perspective. Right. And that's, that's not to say know. that, right. It's an, and, it's not, and that's not to say that no one can write, can quote unquote, write the other. I'm just saying that I want there to be more room for you to step aside and let the other write themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like, I don't need this. I don't need this push for white authors to give me black characters because they ain't doing it right. Exactly. <laughs> but I would love if they make a little room for us as black right. authors to come up and say, Hey, this is our stories. And we know people will like it. They just, it's hard for them to access to it because they don't know where to find it. Right. And it's just kind of like, you know, it's, it's like, you don't want to, you know, you don't, you don't want to tell another author. You don't want to tell anyone what they can and can't write. And I mean, that's, and that's not what I'm here to do. You can write whatever you want to write. I'm just <laughs> I saying, might not like it, but right. <laughs> right. You know, it's, it's really not up to me. I'm certainly not the gatekeeper because things will look a whole lot different if Christina was the gatekeeper. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, I, I would love it if, you know, instead of the push for diversity turning into white authors writing Quote, I can write. I can. I'll use my quote unquotes here. Instead of white authors writing quote unquote diverse characters, we make room for the diverse authors to write the diverse characters. Um, and that actually leads me to <laughs> so another thing that might be a little controversial, but hey, stuff happens. Um, <laughs> That's what we're here for. <laughs> Black authors writing white characters and or other you know other other cultures and I don't and I don't and I don't mean you know that you know 
all of your characters, if you're white, all of your characters have to be white. If you're black, mm-hmm. all of your characters have to be black. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying mm-hmm. by any means. But it's it's curious to me um, when I see a black author who only writes white characters like that. Like, <laughs> that exists. I don't get it. <laughs> yes, like what are those? <laughs> <laughs> But no, that exists. That is, that that exists, and there there are um, there are authors who there are romance black romance authors who who do well. Um, I'm not gonna name any names. <laughs> I'm not hey, gonna girl. name any names. Um, I'll inbox you privately about that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I but I like I in you know people like I was saying before you know you, you can write what you want to write. You know I you should not feel limited in what you can write you know, as an artist, you know, we're sensitive about our shit, write what you want to write. But at the same time, it's like, I have to wonder, like, I've never felt any inclination to write a white character. Like, that's never, like, like, I don't (laughs) understand. Yeah, not as a whole book. I, right. I've written one white character in five books and it was only just to be funny because he wanted to I mean he kind of acted black like he <laughs> wanted to be down <laughs> and, and now I mean even that was different because he was I mean he was actively trying to embody the black culture so he was making references to things that only black people understand so even though he was white skin wise he he had a little seasoning to him <laughs> right he had he had the seasoning and i mean I, I i've written you know i've written characters of you know of other cultures and whenever i do that you know i do try to make sure that you know i'm 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 looking up speech patterns you know i'm looking up you know mannerisms i'm looking up you know their 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 family culture or whatever i'm looking up you know i'm trying to make sure that the thing that, that, that i'm yeah. being careful with it you know so that right. i don't know so that I'm not just using this person as a token but like my my main characters like for like I have a, I have um an Afro-Latina main character who is in the project that I'm working on now Inez is Afro-Latina mm-hmm. but um other than that like my that that but that's just who comes to me and 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 maybe because that's who comes to me I feel I don't know. I feel a responsibility almost. Um, and, and, and this is just speaking for Christina. <laughs> I don't think that, um, I, you know, this, this is how I feel. I don't feel, I don't think that everyone should, should have to feel this way, you know, write what you want to write. That is like, as, as an author, you know, author to author, if any other authors are listening to this, I said the word author a lot right there, but anyway, <laughs> author, um, author, author. <laughs> right. Um, you know, write what you want to write, write what feels authentic to you. But there is, we are so saturated um, in quote unquote mainstream, meaning white um, books and characters that. Why? It's I like, don't understand. It's like, I, I feel like, it's like, I remember what it was like when I, you know, when I first started reading, being so thirsty for you know for black characters and not, not when I first started reading because I mean I was reading Amelia Bedelia and you know yeah. <laughs> stuff like, when you like first that started reading books at 
with people that look like you. Right. You know, being 10, 11, 12, however, however many years old, being thirsty for books with black characters uh-huh. by black authors. And it's kind of like, I don't understand why, how I could now knowing that there are people coming behind me. I mean, no 12 year olds needs to be, need to be reading what Christina is oh, writing. Girl, <laughs> But I mean, as a twelve-year-old, I was reading, you know, Omar Tari, Eric Jerome Vicky, mm-hmm. Zane. Um, <laughs> you know, that's what I that Elin Harris. That's what I was reading, and I had no business reading it at that age. Mm-hmm. But that, that, you know, that that's what was available, you know. And I ate it up, like right. I ate it up because there was a, even even as a twelve-year-old little girl, I didn't know half of the stuff. That's I didn't really understand. Yeah. <laughs> But there was still that familiarity there that drew me to that. Mm -hmm. And so as an adult now and as an author now, I feel a responsibility to to, to put more of that into the world so that the people that are, you know, the readers that are, you know, that are coming behind me, the little girls who are, you know, who are growing up behind me when they when they're looking, you know, for something to read, when they're looking for that. They don't have to, you know, like I've heard from so many people who I, I only read that because that's all that's all that's available, referring to, yep. you know, white romance. Mm-hmm. I read that because that's what's available. You know, why should you have to? Like we like like there's like, more we're there's, out here, right? <laughs> we out here, you know. We, we are seriously. Seriously. And, and I, I honestly didn't know. I mean, before I started writing, when I was just reading for fun, reading for entertainment, like I didn't realize how many there were because it just, I mean, it wasn't on the shelves. You couldn't find it anywhere. And so I would literally have to go to the, to the Walmart, not like any Walmart, but the Walmart that was close to the hood. And they had this <laughs> little black book section and I would pick like four or five at a time because that was all, that was all I could get my hands on. But there, I mean, there wasn't even a consistent, um, outpour of books available. I mean, I would go back and there'll be the same book still. So I didn't know until I started, you know, going online and looking on Amazon and stuff like that. And then it was like, wow, like where, where did all these people come from? Like, how come I've never heard of any of these people? And they're really great authors. Right. I mean, that, and that, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's like, we're, we're here and I want to, I want to lend myself to that. I want to lend myself to, it's like in a culture where <clears throat> so often you know, the black woman is seen as least desirable. You know, we're seen as, oh, she always got an attitude. She's always angry about something. You know what I mean? It's like, that's, that's what, that's what the media, that's what the world says we are. But I know that's not true. You know, we know that it's not true. We know that, you know, black women come in all, you know, all shapes, sizes, color, personalities, attitude levels all different levels of seasoning on us <laughs> you know um we we're we're varied people you know we're not just we're not a one note group you know black women aren't all this one certain thing and i want to lend myself to being able to 
to being able to immerse yourself into a world where the black woman is treasured, the black woman is loved, the black woman is, you know, she's seen as desired. Her her wide hips, if that's what she got, or her skinny hips, if that's what she got. Mm-hmm. You know, her big butt, if that's what she has, or her or her or her or her little booty. Her little, <laughs> her little bootiness. That's um, <laughs> but if that's what she has, that's what she has. And and, and we're all we're we're all worthy, you know, of that of that love, regardless. You right. know, even if you do catch your attitude sometimes, like it's just not the end of the world, you know, that's 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 part of who we are. Or if we don't catch your attitude sometimes, that's part of who we are too. And I want I want to see that reflected, you know, that in a world where the the blondness and the blue eyedness and the 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 no the no curvesness <laughs> is 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 held as the as the best thing in the world in our but then but then on the other side of it our features are held as the best thing you know the best thing since sliced bread it's on exotic else. <laughs> right on everybody but us you know mm-hmm. in a Christina Jones book that ain't that ain't gonna be the case you know we I have a scene in one of my books where the couple they're they're in they're in Brazil or somewhere and my my black heroine she's surprised that with all these quote-unquote exotic Brazilian women around with the long you know with the long hair to the butt and the the bronze skin and you know that in surrounded by all of that the one other black man in the place approaches her and he tells her and she's like oh you know you don't want to you know you don't want to get you a little taste of something exotic and he tells her no black women are my favorite flavor you know that's what he wants he wants black woman right even in the midst of all this (laughs) of all the you know what's held as you know this is exotic this is the best thing you can do for yourself no he wants a black woman Mm -hmm. you know and I want to that that's what I want to spread around. You know what I mean? There's enough, there's enough white girls. You know, there's enough there's a surplus. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> there's a surplus of white girls, you know, like and I, I want to let's 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 build up the black girl collection. You know what I mean? Let's let's build Absolutely. up the bougie black girl and the you know, <laughs> and the not so bougie black girl, the down to earth black girl, the quiet black girl, the nerdy black girl. Let's let's build up Let's build up those levels. <laughs> Let's build up our black girl level. Right. None of your friends are exactly the same. Like none of them. None of your black friends will ever be exactly the same. So how can right. that? Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> right. It's like why? Why is that? Where it would seem like you know, if you read a book, or the black girl, you know, is always the sidekick, or you know. Mm-hmm. Or just mean for no reason, or right, or set up. That's the that's the enemy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I'm and I just I don't want to you know I don't want to keep lending to that, and so you know just for me, as an author, um, I just I I feel I feel a responsibility to put more positive representations of black women, black men, and black love into the atmosphere. Say that one more time, please. <laughs> we need that. <laughs> I mean, realistically, when else do we get black love? When else do we see black love? All right. I mean, it's you know, even in I mean, and don't get me wrong, I love Shonda Rhimes. I love Shonda Rhimes. I and I am on time every Thursday. <laughs> I am on time, you know, 
for scandal and for mm-hmm. how to get away with murder. But it's like, where where is the black woman with the black love interest in a healthy relationship? Right. Like, <laughs> it doesn't happen. We don't. Right. I mean, we, we don't see. It's never healthy. If they even if they are together, it's never healthy. Right. And I mean, I think that that scene is, oh, that's boring or, you know, but it's, it's, it's like love doesn't have to be dysfunctional to, to be, to be interesting to me. You know, we can, we can go through the normal, you know, the normal intricacies of a relationship of people, you know, of people getting together, of people breaking up, people making mistakes, you know, people overcoming those mistakes together or you know or separately you know if if that's the way that it goes in these relationships but it doesn't have to be dysfunctional it doesn't have to be these people treating each other horribly um (laughs) i mean think about there's a reason why we still watch reruns of fresh prince and martin and 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 living single and girlfriends like there's a reason that we keep going back to that because those were the representation. Those were the shows that showed the multifaceted us. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it wasn't just you know it wasn't it wasn't just one thing. You know you can look at Martin. It's like you know you had the funny kind of arrogant kind of kind of an asshole sometimes. You know you had Gina. You know she's kind of she's she's built. I guess it's kind of you know the the sweeter one, sweet mm-hmm. and sassy, kinda quirky. Yeah. Kind of quirky, Pam. You know that's the you know she's she's the more sassy one. She's hot. She's you know she's she's the sexy one. She's mm. the you know she's the more outgoing, the more over the top one. And you have Cole, who's the stupid one, right? It's <laughs> you know, somebody that you like. Oh my god, like you can't be that dumb for real. Right. <laughs> Tommy, you know he's tall and sexy, and everything is going for him. But his job, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so it's like you have all you you see all these different people and I mean it's like it's a comedy show and so you know you have these big characters coming in but even with these characters who are so over the top like you mentioned earlier Brumman from the fifth floor Mar- Martin's mama Shanae across the right. hall you know it's like yes these are over the top representations of these people but they feel familiar exactly. you, know, you take a show like Girlfriends where you have the four friends these are four these are four very different women mm-hmm. but completely different right like, like nuts like what's wrong with you but it's like but but they're but they're able to you know come together and be friends and they have you know they have their they have their falling outs and they have their times when they get mad at each other and curse each other out but they come back together and they're still friends because that's they're they're multifaceted people because ding 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 guess what black people <laughs> can be multifaceted people we can interact with each other without treating each other horribly we can be you know we can be in love and we can have these great relationships and we can do all of these things and if you if you looked at if you were to look at tv or look at the new york times bestseller list you wouldn't think so you wouldn't know you have no idea right and it's like so you know I'm, I'm glad for you know I'm glad for those shows I wish that you know I wish that we could get some of those back I was heartbroken about girlfriends but <laughs> you know wish that we could see some stuff like that you know on the screen now and I mean there are there are places you know um tv one you know they're 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 working on it mm-hmm. um 
um was a, a black and sexy tv you know they do the um they do the web shows they have really really great web shows um and they're they're working on that and we have you know and, and it's not just them you know it's not just tv one and black and sexy tv it's right. like i feel that there is a resurgence coming but i would like to also see that resurgence happen in 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 books in print the publishing because i mean i knew about eric jerome bicky for a reason i knew about terry mcmillan for a reason right. you know we 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 were able to get that push then where where did that go it's like if the publishers trusted you know that oh eric jerome bicky you know he's going to sell books we can we can give him a book deal he's going to sell books where do, what do they think happened to that audience? <laughs> right, did black people just leave? Like, what? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Where are these people that were buying those books? Because I'm pretty sure they want to buy these ones too. Right, and it's like, so I know that it's because you can't you because you can't pay me to believe you know that that it was white people buying those books, you know, or right. anyone other than black people, you know, buying and reading an Eric Jerome Dickey book. I mean, like the the white the white people that I know, like, and I know a lot of white people. I, I I should say that this is not like this is not like when someone talks about their black friend. I live in Arkansas <laughs> in a city that is ninety percent, if not more, white. When I go to the grocery store, I can easily not see another black person. When I take my kids to story time at the library, we can very easily be one of only two black families there. I mentioned in my vlog this morning that at the preschool that my that my little girl is at, that my youngest is at, she's the only black girl in her class. In my older daughter's kindergarten class, there are four brown people in her class. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so I'm so I'm not. This is not like when someone says, you know, oh, you know, my black friend. No, I'm saying like I, I I'm around a whole lot of white people, and they aren't interested in black literature. In my experience, like, man, I don't know. You know, maybe you know, maybe the moms, and, <laughs> the moms at, at playgroup. You know, maybe they are. You know, may, maybe they are reading some Zane. Maybe they are getting. Maybe they do have some slipped under the cover. But I don't believe so. Um, I believe that you know where it's at is getting back in front of the black reader like I feel like that's where the, the black author I feel and I and again I, I am speaking to right now I'm speaking about black romance um because I think I think that it's easier for black authors to find an audience in other genres but I feel like in black romance you know I don't think that we need the white audience <laughs> and I think that and I think that I think that some authors think that we do I, I, I disagree. Um, and I say that, um, because I, because I've done well, you know, I've, I've, done, I've, I've, of course I'm not doing New York Times bestseller numbers and there are obviously, you know, authors with black authors, you know, black indie authors with a bigger audience than mine, but I've done very well, you know, with, um, <clears throat> with, you know, marketing to black women, writing to black women. Um, <clears throat> There was something that Mother Terry, <laughs> not Mother Terry, um, I'm looking at my list, Mother Tony, <laughs> Mother Tony Morrison um, <clears throat> said about, you know, writing to a particular audience and, you know, her thing kind of was, you know, my the, the table that I'm setting is for Black people. 
if there's extra spaces, you know, <laughs> y'all can slip in if you want to. Right, you can you can sit in if everybody you know didn't RSVP and there are extra spaces. You can sit down, but I did the table. I didn't set it for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't set it for you. I set it, you know, for a specific audience. I'm writing to the black woman. You know, that's where my that's where my passion lies is with black women, and so and and I feel like. I feel like that comes through in my writing. Um, I feel like that comes through in how I interact with readers. And um, and it's, I, I haven't been let down. Right. <laughs> you know, so I can, Somebody I out like, there is reading it. Some, somebody right, out there someone, reading it and appreciating it. Right. Someone is out there, like, just like you said, reading it and appreciating it. And I have never felt the need to, to, to pander, I guess. Um <laughs> to to the mainstream audience um and i and i don't and i don't think that i ever will because i don't believe that a mainstream audience my thing is we see the stuff that is going on with you know with police brutality and dumbasses want to talk about all lives matter in response to black lives matter as if they think we're saying that only black lives matter and blah 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 i can't see the type of racism that happens in our world um, at large, it's stuff that is like blatant injustice, you know, stuff that is like, like seriously, like, this. right? You know what I mean? Like this isn't some stuff that you can ignore. Like this, this, this is this is major stuff. You know, we have, you know, little kids at the park getting gunned down, and you know, people want to tell me that that's not racist. I can't look at that stuff and then believe that you want to read about a black person falling in love. Right. That don't, <laughs> it doesn't match. Right. That doesn't curl all the way over yeah. for for me. <laughs> and so, you know, I you know, I choose to disengage. Um, but that and that's not saying that, you know, that everyone should do. Like there are people who you you know, who are fighting, you know, for for the diverse for for the for diversity, you know, in those major publishing houses, in those publishing spaces, in editing and, you know, the people who get chosen to be on, you know, these conference panels and different things like that. You know, there are people who are fighting for that. And I think that that is awesome. Good luck to them. You know, I wish them the best. If you need somebody to, you mess around and get arrested, need somebody to donate to your bail fund. I got you. You need me to buy a t-shirt. I got you. But Christina (laughs) is not giving any of her energy to that because I feel like we are, I feel like, our time and energy is better served in creating our own. Absolutely. And then I, I wonder, like, even if they were to, you know, pick it up, however they got it, they got it. And they read it, do they even get it? I mean, do they feel it? <laughs> like, do they feel the way the way that we feel about reading romance books by other cultures? Like, do they feel that about reading something about us? Right. It's like they don't get it. Like they can understand the girl fucking her stepbrother. They can understand her <laughs> sleeping with a werewolf or, you know, we have, we have whale shifter, you know, we have whale shifter books and <laughs> they can get with it. But when it comes to a black romance, like she calls that girl her sister and I don't think they're related. Like, right. It's those little things that we get, like a play cousin. Like, do they know what a play cousin is? (laughs) Right. It's like, and they, we, uh, I just, I just couldn't relate to it. I just couldn't get it. It's like, 
okay, girl, you know, like, so, so you know what, if that's gonna, if that's the space that you're coming at me with, when you go to review my book, just don't, like, how about we just not, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, how, like, I don't, I don't really care, because it really wasn't for you in the first place, (laughs) right, it's like, we're just gonna, let's just skip that, you know, don't, like, don't, like, you, you leave, leave leave me over here (laughs) I'm good I'm good without you girl thank you it it might be over season for you you know what I mean like it 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 might be you know I might have gone a little heavy on the blackness season seasoning on this one it might be too much and so just let me stay over here with the people who like my level of seasoning (laughs) um and yeah, like I, I, that's that, that, but that is something that I've wondered. It's like, are we being fairly, you know, when, when, when our, when our art is picked up by mainstream, you know, by mainstream media, is it, is it, is it fairly judged? It's yeah. like, it, it kind of makes me think about with um the movie that just came out um straight out of Compton, how everybody was so surprised oh you know there wasn't a whole lot of violence you know at the movies for going to see that and people right. actually came out to watch it you know what I mean? it's like it's of like course we, we came appreciate, out to watch right it. we wanted to appreciate right. our own stuff when's the last time that we saw something like this on the main screen like usually these movies don't even make it to theaters let alone right. like so and it's like they were so shocked about you know how you know oh best man the uh the best man holiday like oh my God, that did well. Or, you know, when Perfect Guy comes out on Friday, you know, I'm I'm going to try to, you know, I'm going to try to gather up some girlfriends and I'm going to try to go see that. You know, they're going to be surprised. Like, oh, you know, we weren't expecting this to do box office numbers. And I wonder when, you know, when the, when the film critics come at it, <laughs> you know, what, what kind of lens, yeah. right, what kind of lens is it going to be viewed through? And I don't think that Perfect Guy, I just don't get the sense from the trailers that it has a lot of seasoning. So <laughs> I don't think that, you know, I don't know that that's going to be, not, not, and not that I don't think that the movie looks like it's going to be good. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, you know, that's a little different. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I, I just wonder, you know, are we being... I feel like they're taking the same pen to it when they should maybe take a different pen to it. And I don't say that as in, you know, as in we need to be graded on a curve or right. as in this we is need not to like be affirmative given... action. This is something right. totally different. <laughs> right. Like I'm not I'm not saying that by any means, but you know, if 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 it's a book with seasoning, <laughs> you know, like are we going to get are we gonna get dinged for, you know, for the use of dialogue when it's maybe dialogue that, you know, for you like maybe you just don't get it. You, right. You like don't. maybe you just don't get it. Like maybe it seems extraneous to you, but you know, to the black people reading it, it doesn't feel that way. Right. Or, you know, if or the the characters' reactions to a certain thing maybe it doesn't feel that way. Like maybe, you know, if, you know, in a book, if my hero, you know, he's walking down the street, minding his business, he gets, you know, shoved down by a cop. Maybe he like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to let this one go today. Cause I'm trying to get home to my family. Mm-hmm. You know, a white person reading at me like, Oh my God, I wouldn't have done that. He should have yeah. stood up for himself. Well, if he stood up for himself, his ass may have got shot. Right. So, so the black person, 
person reading it is gonna get it. They're gonna be reading it like, oh, dude, dude, don't get up, don't say nothing, yeah. don't <laughs> just chill. Like you, you just gonna and I and I and don't and I even when when I'm I'm cringing saying that because it's a shame that you know that we have to that that that, that, that that these days that has to be the reaction but i'm just saying you know that i've like the black people we're gonna get that but you know when a when a white person or you know a non-black person sees that they oh that was extra that was you know that was unnecessary that or that was unrealistic a black person he would have gotten up and sprouted wings and pulled a gun out of right. from behind it's his ears <laughs> and you do you know what they i mean they just don't know yeah they just don't they just don't know the the black experience that's what it is right. black and it's like you know you can point at you know some of the bigger review sites who do review books by black authors and i'm sure that listening to this they would say well no you know a good story is it's just a good story and yeah. so on and so forth but i noticed that the like if the books that you're picking up by black authors are books that are not as seasoned it's like, like yeah, it. <laughs> you can ju- right you can judge that one way you know a black author wrote black characters and this is who who black characters who are clearly based on their skin color um mm-hmm. black but, but not what on about their dialect not on their right. references not on their right. hair like <laughs> Right. And it's like, it's one thing to just, you know, say that they're black, but there, there are those nuances, you know, that we, we're, you know, and we're getting close to the end and it just kind of brings it back around, you know, to, to, to where we started. Those nuances, you know, they, they really make a difference in, for me as a black woman reading, you know, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe for other black women it's not that big of a deal maybe for you know other people who might pick up the book and be reading it maybe it's not that big of a deal but for me it's a big deal <laughs> same <laughs> yeah and so yeah that's it <laughs> i think we talked for um we talked for what like an hour i forget we started a little later than we were supposed to and i didn't look at the time and there's I know, no I meant to time it but yeah I, I meant to time it too but we'll be able to see it after but um but yeah, I think that we, you know, we've had a pretty good conversation about that. I've probably dominated the conversation. Oh, no, you're good, girl. <laughs> because I talk a lot, <laughs> if you guys haven't noticed. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, thank you for listening. Um, and we are, you know, we're excited for other topics moving forward for other episodes with a girl. Have you read? <laughs> <laughs> if you have a suggestion, you can certainly shoot that to us and we would love to talk about it. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, um, yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.